0: Nine twenty three AM A hip coffee shop with hip people and overpriced food. This is a special message. I have here a cease and desist letter from Norms Balls Inc. to Channel 14. The letter states, Norms Balls sponsors Norms Balls in Channel 14. and not Martin and would like no mention of their product Norm's Balls in future episodes of Jopper Talk moving forward channel 14 shall silence all mentions of Norm's Balls or other products in episodes with Martin in it. This is Radio Norm signing out. Jobber job with Martin. Martin. Jobber job
1: with Martin. Martin. Jobber job with Martin. Jobber Talk with Martin. And welcome to Jobber Talk. I am your host, Martin. And today we will do a review of PWR Vendetta presented by (laughs) Yuk Pizza. So let's go to the first pre-show matches we had the council of Trebajadores starting off the pre-show and giving a lecture to Trebajador Cuatro for not going into the light and getting the win as an example they gave Trebajador Tress a match against the guy who's got the looks Brad Cruz now Tress had some beautiful offense done there with an enzugiri and a couple of kicks to the Manila Bay. But Mr. Cruz defeated Trabajador Tres with a flapjack. And the next match was Cuatro facing off yet again with Capitan PWR. At first, Cuatro did the bidding of his counsel by lying down and telling Capitan to pin him. And he even tried to leave the ring... To lose by count out, but Capitan slapped the taste out of his mouth to snap him out of the funk. And they got into a very competitive match. That saw Shabajador Cuatro getting the victory with some sort of inverted DDT like maneuver. I I don't know what it's called, but it was a very impressive inverted DDT move. Somersault, whatever. Yeah. The end saw the Trabajadores, well, the rest of the council, beating up on Capitan and Cuatro, and disowning Cuatro, And I guess he won't be called Trabajador Cuatro anymore after this. But the injustice was there, so River Ranger came into the rescue and saved Cuatro and Capitan PWR after they sent the council packing off of ringside. So we have the trio of Capitan PWR, Trabajador Cuatro, and Revo Ranger. Maybe they're good enough, as that's a 3 on four. They need a fourth guy if they want to fight the Council of Trabajadores. Because for the active roster of the Council, they have Uno, Dos, Tres, and Maximo! Uh, so yeah, they need a fourth mask guy, or at least a fourth guy. So Potts, if you're listening, please do consider the quest against the council of the trabajadores to be quite fruitful unlike what we wanted to happen in the main event. Cuz uh, um spoiling it right now, it wasn't Potts Estrada who was the fifth member. So I'm still feeling sad about that and I I know Potts is feeling more sad about that cuz he he was already ready to take office suit jacket and you know put his dukes up against team C even though he was very near uh, team C member Joey Bax. So now let's go on to the main show and we open up with a very very exciting match that involved the network defending their tag team titles against the Kaka Ebros and Trian De La torre and Evan Carlo. Trian and Evan came out with grab camus and a very oiled-up Tutan serving pizza. Very interesting visual aspect of their entrance. Speaking of an interesting entrance, we finally see the Kakabros, being joined by maybe their admins, their Facebook admins, who have these uh, tarps like Lodi, Petmalu, and everything else, with the main Kakaibros tarp. Sadly that meant they had to wrap up Camus and Oiled Tutan with the tarps and left ringside. All I can say is damn them Damn those random yet a couple of very cute looking rose admins, yeah. Darn those admins, yeah. No well how dare they take out my dearest camus and oily capitan Tutan out of ringside. Okay, um so yeah, I guess that evened up the score because it was two on two on two, for the network Kaka Ebros, and Triunvers and United. That that has a nice ring to it, by the way. So we got some, so we got a lot of offense being made by all three teams, and I enjoyed the part where Idol delivered the Bronco Buster on all four corners of the ring, and then I also enjoyed the fact that the. Pay-in special by Evan Carlo and uh, AB3 was also on point. The end saw a very interesting group of people entering at ringside. And no, it wasn't the Kaka Ebro admins again. It was Coates, Gus Queens, Rex Lawin, Frankie 13, and a couple of MWF guys distracting the Kaka Ebros after they planted the idol face first With an assisted implant DDT. So they should have pinned him sooner than later. If you asked me. The distraction proved good for the network. As they delivered the pay-in special on Marky for the pinfall. And they retained the titles. After the match we saw Gus Queens enter. And do the triangle pose with Idol and Belmonte. And I can't wait to see what happens today as we release this at the same day of MWF Balikbayan to the next chapter of this MWF PWR collaboration. We're linking you the video of Coach Gus Queens explaining that this is not an invasion but this is a collaboration between the network and Coach Gus Queens. The next match saw Martivo taking on Crystal and the mandal rushed into the ring and attacked his former Bessie even before the belt started. But the self-proclaimed queen of Southeast Asian wrestling was there on the offensive. She tore into Martivo from belt to bell and that was a very ruthless assault on the mandal by Crystal. She even did the hair pulling like he stepped on Martivo's hair and pulled him there, and that looked so painful for me. The end saw, however, Crystal dropping the ball, she was distracted as she trash talked Robin outside the ring, and it gave Martivo the chance, the opportunity to spin her around, drop her with a grabite, and pin her one, two, three. After the match though, Crystal got the last laugh, grabbed the Singapore cane and punished punk doll members inside the ring and lay them out before the uncrowned Queen of Southeast Asian wrestling left ringside and left a mark on both Robin and Martivo. I cannot wait to see what 2018 holds for the rivalry between Crystal and the punk dolls but I can assure you it's going to be an explosive one. The next match we have another tag team match and Quite probably one of my two favorite matches of the night. It was the YOLO twins taking on Tengu and Dr. Hertz of the Regime. Now Tengu and Dr. Hertz of the Regime come from the UK promotion London Lucha League. And Tengu was a former triple L world champion. And Tengu was a former triple L world champion going into this match. And at the start of the match saw Tangu and Logan delivering an ex- excellent, exquisite exchange of chain wrestling inside that ring. And man, oh man, that was amazing, man. I had to say it twice. And we were also seeing the impressive core strength of Tangu as he did that neck bridge. That even though a YOLO twin was standing on him, he still did that bridge. My God. Uh, Some impressive movements by Tengu with a shooting star press and a frog splash from the top rope. The YOLO twins did get the W after Tengu and Dr. Hertz were about to win by pinfall. But Professor Ken Warren kind of distracted referee and hugged him. The distraction work as Tengu was in the middle of the YOLO twins exchange of the German suplex superkick combo and then finished Tengu off with a two night stand for the victory and PWR wins this round against London Lucha League's The Regime. The end of the match saw both teams showing respect for one another and I commend them for doing that after the match. And I also commend them for making... This match, one of the best matches of PWR Vendetta. So I can't wait to see Tengu and Dr. Hertz back in PWR, maybe sooner than later. Another match that you had to see that they would have been the all-out war match between Vlad Sinsic and the Apocalypse. There were a lot of weapons being used here, a Singapore cane, a leather strap, and even a keyboard. And shout out to Rich, who did get nicked a bit on his leg when a piece of the keyboard got flown into his area and hit his leg. One of my favorite parts was the part where Vlad powerbombed Apocalypse in that makeshift table filled with monoblock chairs and wooden board. That was an awesome spectacle to behold. The end saw the death bell being uh, avoided by Vlad Sinsik and Vlad took him out with a muscle buster off the corner. And we have a new AOW champion in Vlad Sinsic. From one title match we go to the PHX title match between Mike Madrigal taking on his contenders Zayden Trudeau and Bolt. At the start, it was Mike who let Bolt and Zayden fight each other out in the first two minutes before he got back in the ring, and that's when they started to double-team him. There was an impressive doomsday device by Bolt and Zayden on Mike Madrigal, and they even had a Crippler-Crossface-Sharpshooter combo on Madrigal, where he tapped out but the referee couldn't decide who made him tap out first. The end saw a desolate shot by Zayden Trudeau on Bolt, but Mike Madrigal returned to the ring with a PHX title belt and hit Zayden on the head with it before he delivered the GTS and secured this win, thus making Mike Madrigal STILL your PWR PHX Champion. I was impressed by all three men in this match, and I can't wait to see the next chapter on how this one unfolds. Will it be another triple threat match, or will it just be a singles match between Mike Madrigal and one of these guys? If it's a singles match, I'm pretty sure either Bolt or Zayden versus Mike Madrigal will still be a barn burner of a classic. Speaking of classics, oh my god, this next match is a classic feud that has been going on for the past few shows it's the raging gamer vintendo taking on m c kata mikata this feud started off in pwr renaissance when mikata got a victory over vintendo and vintendo wasn't having it as he chokeslammed mikata after the match now fast forward here to pwr vendetta they're finally having a real one-on-one match and not a wrap-off like the last one. A brief yet physical match saw Vintendo notching one win this year over Mikata after he delivered a high-score choke slam from the turnbuckle. With this win, maybe just maybe, we have seen the winner of the Mikata and Vintendo feud as this feud might be the end of it, and they move on to newer feuds by 2018. Finally, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this event as we go to the Ubusa Sanang Lahi match. Going into the show, it was a 4-on-5 with Stan C's, uh, I mean, Mr. C's Team C having five members, that's Panzer, Sandata, Daxaviera, and Fighters for Hire. Versus Team Sebastian's John Sebastian, Roderick Mahaba, Peter Versosa, and Ralph Imabayashi. Clearly, the fifth member was a mystery until the day itself when John Sebastian revealed to the world and to the Revolution that their fifth member was Jake DeLeon. We initially cheered when we heard Jake DeLeon because we are used to cheering for him regardless. And this was another situation where irregardless of what team he was, we're still behind him. And I'm pretty sure most of us are still behind him even though he was with Team Sebastian. And they won this match. Now for my pick, I was saying Canto Terror and sadly it did not pan out. So I guess I'm very wrong there. And we almost had Poch Estrada for fifth member. But come on, guys, I don't think um, we're ready to see Poch in the ring because he's going to wow us in the ring. Now, my thoughts on the JDL Team Sebastian outcome. For me, it does make sense. It makes a lot of sense why he would join Team Sebastian. After all, there's a Get Well JDL storyline coming off the internet for most of the PWR superstars. What happened was, during Sugod, he got beaten up badly by Vlad Sinsek and he was injured. But what happened to Vlad after that? Octoberplex happened and he attacked Apocalypse. He challenged Apocalypse to the AOW match. And fast forward to Vendetta, they had a match. Where was Mr. C at that time? Why was there no reprimand or warning or even a suspension for Vlad Sinek for destroying and injuring one of PWR's biggest stars. That's one reason as to why maybe Jake DeLeon joined Team Sebastian. And basically, look, John Sebastian has him in the ring, and he seems to be cleared earlier than expected. So I guess moving forward storyline-wise, with Mr. C gone, yeah, spoiler alert, Team Sebastian wins. With Mr. C gone, with John Sebastian's regime in, I guess we can expect better health care for wrestlers and a safer working environment. Personally, though, this intrigues me because I think a year ago here in Jabber Talk, me and John were discussing, well, mostly John discussing, that the Jake Delion character can be a Filipino offshoot of John Bradshaw Layfield. But in the Philippines, in the setting of PWR he just makes it work that a JBL like character is loved and beholden by the fans due to his magnetic personality but going into 2018 we may see the bad guy version of JDL and that really excites me and most of the fans here I can tell you that so let's go into the match. And we saw the ruthless aggression of JDL as he eliminated Joey Bax quickly with a senorito kick and the Inasal Lock. Second elimination though, Sandata came back for Team C with a kidlat to the face of his former dual shock tag team partner Peter Versosa for the pin. However, the next fall would be Roderick Mahaba eliminating Sandata. With the its more slam in the Philippines after Ralph Imabayashi distracted, the last warrior, the next elimination saw Roderick Mahaba being eliminated, with a powerful spear by Miguel Rosales and a eagle splash by PWR champion Chris Panzer, for the pinfall. The next elimination, however, was very much out of nowhere, Ralph Imabayashi and John Sebastian took advantage of the blind tag or a tag that never happened in the first place where Chris Panzer delivered the uh, Panzer strike on Sebastian. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I meant to say after an eagle splash on John Sebastian, a Sonic Crusher out of nowhere took out Chris Panzer for this elimination and Imabayashi pinned him for the three count And bye-bye Panzer, the next elimination would be another Team C loss, as Dax Javiera ate a kill shot from your lord and savior, John Sebastian. As it stood, it was three-on-one with Miguel Rosales as the lone man for Team C. They took turns beating him up, but at the end, Barangay Suplex was there to welcome all three members of Team Sebastian, and he delivered a huge upset pin over john sebastian after he delivered the castigo brutal f5 jake de Leon would be next on miguel Rosales' hit list as he delivered a jackhammer on the senorito and it was down to the final two men ralph imabayashi and miguel rosales a huge brawl erupted at ringside with the re- with the eliminated members of team sebastian and team c combined And that showcased Rosales diving off again to the outside. And we also saw Team C's own Mr. C heading to the top rope and delivering a splash on top of every competitor in that match. Uh, As a non-wrestler like Mr. C, I was really marking out when he hit that splash. Now, when he climbed up, you, you can feel the nervousness there, but when he hit that splash i was like oh my god that was glorious and i really feel happy for him delivering that because that takes a lot of balls guys you think when you watch it it's so easy to go on top but if you have a fear of heights and if you have yet to step into a wrestling ring like me that's not an easy thing to pull off especially if you're a non-wrestler so Right now, I would like to give props and a shout-out to my friend Stan for pulling off that top rope dive to the outside of the ring on the other wrestlers in the Ubusan ng Lahim match. Alright, so let's go to the ending where, ironically, it was JDL who slid in that tray that might have been used when Ralph Imabayasi and Roderick Mahaba turned heel on him at the Photon showroom event. And now it was Ralph Imabayasi who used that steel tray to hit Miguel Rosales for the pin but Rosales still had a shoulder up so it took a Senketsu pile driver to have Rosales lose to the pinfall count and it was Ralph Imabayashi giving the big win for Team Sebastian in this Ubusa ng Lahi match. It's also good to note that Imabayashi has been hoisted up on the shoulders of his teammates just like two years ago when he won the PWR title. So if there's anyone who knows how to end a year right in PWR, just go look for Ralph Imabayashi because he knows how to end a year right. Congratulations to Team Sebastian and congratulations once more to PWR for pulling out one great year ender show for 2017. I still couldn't believe the MWF collaboration, the free y***** pizza, and the Ubusan ng lahi match twist with JDL being the fifth member. And yeah, that's about it for our PWR Vendetta review. Today we will be having MWF Balik Bayan, November 11th, 2017. Live at the MCS Arena at Makati Cinema Square, Makati City. I hope you're already there with me and the rest of the MWF fans, local pro wrestling fans. Because I'm betting something big is gonna happen today at Balikbayan. So, in the words of my friend Robin saying, Handa ka ba? Mangnod ng pro wrestling sa Philippines? Tara, let's go! MWF Balikbayan is here Sa MCS Arena And now, I would like to tell you guys To help this site Unsuck By being a monthly patron So go to patreon.com channel 14 And help us get some funds To help us unsuck And maybe dole out more episodes Of Jabber Talk More episodes of 3rd World Linux With Jawan AG More episodes of 3rd World Gaming Featuring Critical Index and Oreo the Cat. And maybe, just maybe, Radio Norm comes back. We also have a Twitter that's at CH14. That's at CH14. No numbers, all letters. And that's about it. Guys, peace. We're out. And if you reach this part, this is the off-tangent segment. And my god, the merge has arrived here in Survivor Triple H. Heroes versus Hustlers versus Healers. Yeah, I got it. Healers. Um, I am rooting for um, Dr. Mike to pull off the upset win. No, eh, maybe he can get the win and defeat Joe and the rest of the uh, Healers and Hustlers and Heroes. In the season, that's my pick to win, and you know, ASEAN week is already here, so expect a lot of heavy traffic in the Metro Manila area. But what you can expect more for your Christmas shopping is if you go buy our sponsor just in time for your Christmas shopping from the gutter to the stars. And before I go, I can't wait to uh, go somewhere else after this episode in a few days, maybe for one reason or another. I hope there's no other reason than vacation, but hey, if something pops up, I'll see you guys there outside Manila. Have a safe ASEAN week, enjoy this long weekend, and I hope you're with me right now watching MWF Balik Bayan, because... There's no other way to end this year by watching two wrestling shows. And yeah, the wrestling scene here in the Philippines is already growing and I can't wait for 2018 to drop on by and see it evolve much more. Thanks guys. Peace.